Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the One Shot Movement Podcast where we dive in deep into the journeys and the successes of entrepreneurs all around the world, the movers and shakers. I'm super excited today because we have without doubt one of the world's leading sales, marketing and digital strategists has been responsible for building a number of seven-figure marketing campaigns. He's managed a number of seven seven-figure marketing budgets for the biggest entrepreneurs in the world. He's actually, in fact, my personal digital and marketing strategist as well. So welcome Zane Basic to this week's episode of the One Shop Movement Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the One Shop Movement Podcast where we're interviewing the best entrepreneurs in the world and diving deep into their journeys, their stories, their successes and also providing a lot of education around entrepreneurship in particular in specific niches that they work in. Today I am super excited because I've got a, a very good friend and someone that I've been working closely with for the last 18 months as a client of his is without doubt one of Australia's leading sales marketing digital strategists in the world and he's actually working with some of the world's best coaches at the moment. He's built multi-million dollar funnels and managed multi-million dollar advertising budgets. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Zane Basic. Wow, what an intro. Pleasure to be here, Craig. Thank you for that. Cool, mate. And I think I'll just start off really where your journey began and why digital marketing and why your career profession and just really provide the audience with a bit more insight into yourself as an entrepreneur. Where it began. Um, I guess you could say that you know, where does everything begin? It begins when you kind of step out of school and, and you kind of enter the world, right? Um, when I when I finished school, I actually went to university uh, to become a psychologist. I went and studied psychology for three years. And, um, you know, at, at the time of my life, uh, I come from a family of business owners. My dad's an entrepreneur. Um, and I always also wanted to be a, a business owner. So, like, when I finished my, my degree, it was kind of like a crossroads situation. It's like, do I go into some sort of, you know, clinical psychology doctor field or do I take a risk and, and look to become a business owner, become an entrepreneur? Um, now, at the time, money was important to me. You know, I, I wanted to take on the challenge. And so I decided to go down the entrepreneurship route and like look for a way to apply psychology into some facet of, of business. Uh, and obviously, the closest uh, you know, entry point there is either going to be sales and marketing. And... Um, the problem with was I didn't know anything about sales and marketing, you know, back then. So um, I did what most people did and I just kind of started immersing myself in knowledge. Um, I went and actually got a job, like a nine to five job in, in, in marketing. Um, I was able to survive it for like about a year before I was like, okay, you know, maybe this is, it's enough now. It's not for me. Um, and I, it was funny at the time I actually met a, uh, a close friend who was a marketer and he was like, well, you know, you've got the psychology background, you want to get into marketing, but you're doing it in the wrong way. You don't want to be in a job. You want to be out there actually doing this stuff. And so what I'm going to offer you is I'm going to offer you to come with me right now 
we're going to get tickets and we're going to fly to Thailand. And that was his offer. But he's like, you have to quit your job. And that, that's what he told me. Um, obviously, being young and, and a little bit crazy at the time, this is like five years ago or more, six years ago at, at this point, I was like, well, fuck it. You know, what do I have to lose, right? So I went and booked tickets. Um, and then we, we flew to Thailand. And that was the, the craziest, uh, most impactful time of my life, you know, hands down. What was going on is I was, I was living with a, a group of nomadic entrepreneurs, people that were making money from anywhere in the world, um, making more money, honestly, than I've, I've ever seen. They were living life on purpose. They were having fun and they were vibrant, full of energy. And it was just such a contrast to the world that I was in before because it was corporate and it was like the, the nine to five thing. And like, I just did the grind at university. I was studying a proper clinical thing, you know? Um, and so it was crazy. I mean, I, I met people that were making hundreds of thousands of dollars in a, in a matter of months. You know, I met people that were 16 and they were entrepreneurs and they were able to travel the world with fake IDs. Um, I met some of the biggest marketers, you know, in the world. And, and at that point I'd saved about twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in order to be able to do this. That's why I was able to quit my job within a matter of, um, I think it was like eight months. Uh, I was living completely abroad. I was traveling from, from country to country with these guys, just absorbing as much information as I could. But within a matter of eight months, um, I was partying a little bit too hard and I was like, okay, and I basically burnt through a lot of the money just experimenting, right? And I was like, okay, now I've got to go and take this this uh, game seriously. I've got to go ahead and start a proper, legitimate uh, business. And I may not be able to support uh, the business while I'm traveling and I may not be able to do it just with all this crazy, you know, stuff going on, distraction. It was an amazing learning experience. Like, don't get me wrong. But I felt like it was time to come back, just buckle down and get to work. So I flew back uh, to Sydney, which is where I'm from. And I started a, a small scale marketing agency and consultancy. And I was doing it. I started getting a lot of traction. I was working with clients before I knew it. I was making more than six figures uh, a year. I think it took me about six, seven months to, to get to that point. But it was a lot of, of like that eight months prior. That's what I uh, dedicate you know, to that. And so I was doing that for a couple of years, working with many different businesses and kind of really trying to find my lane. Um, and I started getting into coaching, uh, consulting and, and uh, agency work. And so fast forward a couple of years, um, I meet uh, a fellow by the name of Jack DeLosa and Chase Carlton at The Entourage. And if you don't know about The Entourage, it's like it's Australia's biggest entrepreneurship uh, school, right? It's, it's, a, it's an educator of business owners. They've got hundreds of, of entrepreneurs, business owners inside their program. I know that you're familiar with the program. Um, and everyone's learning how to be a better business owner. And so what they needed more than anything at the time is they needed digital marketing. And they were like, well, you know, I know that you're, you're an entrepreneur right now. I know that you're a business owner right now, but what if we could offer you a great salary? What if we could offer you the ability to spend up to $50,000 every single month, just testing and tweaking your marketing? We'll give you a high degree of freedom to do whatever it is that you need to do to go ahead and grow our business. Um, you know, you just kind of take the reins and you run with it. And so 
you know, at the time I was like, well, it, it seems like a pretty damn good opportunity. It's just, just from, for, from a learning perspective. And like, I'm someone who, who always wants to be learning. So I took the gig. I was there for about a year and a half. Uh, within that year and a half, we built a couple of multi-million dollar uh, marketing campaigns, had a massive impact in the business. And they were like, well, do you want to start coaching and teaching and mentoring people? Um, and I was like, yeah, well, of course I do. You know, why not? Yeah, I was a consultant. I was like, yeah, but this is definitely up my, up my alley. Um, and so I started doing that and started getting the members amazing results. Uh, and then eventually I kind of like stepped back out. I'm a partner with Yontra. I'm a vision partner. So I mentor and, and coach, you know, 400 business owners every single year through speaking, through one-on-one consulting. Uh, I have my own agency right now that works specifically with coaches and consultants. It's called Maverick Agency. And the reason why it's called Maverick is because we consider our clients to be mavericks, you know, people that have a unique vision, uh, want to do things a little bit differently, don't follow the, the everyday path, kind of like I didn't, right? <laughs> they follow a different type of path. Um, and they're gonna, they, they are united on the goals that they want to grow their business and they're not afraid to do it, not afraid to market themselves, right? So through Maverick, uh, now we that business has been in operation for more than a year and a half uh, we've got some incredible clients we've got um you know multinational speakers we've got one of the biggest tech speakers in the world obviously you're one of our clients we've done strategies for some very big names um you know all around the world and it's it's just been incredible because i'm able to work with the type of clients that i want to work with um we're doing high level digital marketing sales every single day and we pride ourselves in having the very best world-class marketing and sales strategies in the world wow um yeah and i i have been working with you closely for the last 18 months and it's been a, an incredible journey for me just seeing how that world unfolds but for the everyday average person what is a marketing funnel and a digital strategy if you want to put it like that um just in a you know if you want to explain what that is because the word is thrown out there quite a lot and for the everyday average person the word marketing funnel is like just goes way over their head yeah sure um so when most people think about marketing they think about well how can i get more people to see my stuff you know how can i get more people to um like my facebook page or engage with me you know in in some way and, and those things are great, but I, I consider those things awareness type of marketing, like kind of just getting your face or your name out there type of thing. When we're talking about marketing funnel, we're talking about the point in which somebody actually starts to express an interest in becoming a customer, right? So a, a marketing funnel, all it is, it's just a step-by-step process, a series of steps that lets someone go ahead and enter your world. It lets somebody register their interest in working with you and it kind of walks them through all the little steps that they need to become a customer. So getting a customer is not just one shot, boom, now they're a customer. There's a process, right, usually for every business uh, in, involved. There's, and if you work backwards, it's like, well, what do you normally do when someone goes to become a customer? You might give them a phone call, right? You might chat to them on the phone and then they become a customer off the back of that. That's funnel. It's step one, step two right? There's two steps in that process. You can trace it back even further. Let's say before the call, what happens before the call? Well, maybe they, you know, check out a blog that you've written, or maybe they download a piece of content that you've, that you've created. Maybe they go through a free training that you've put together and then they do the call and then they become a customer. That's a three-step process. 
Now, it can be two steps, it could be three steps, it could be 50 steps, right? You can have many different areas of how you go ahead and you get customers in. It kind of becomes a little bit scientific, right, in that way. So what we do then in terms of a marketing funnel is we figure out what's the best step-by-step process that you can possibly use to go ahead and get customers in one way, in, in one that's going to be predictable for you, that you know that you can rely on again and again and again because it's scientific. Two, it's going to be profitable for you, right? So you know that you can potentially run advertising. You can continue to do it to grow your business over time. Uh, and three, it's going to allow you to scale, right? You need to be able to run it at a high degree of scale because you want to grow your business. So if you create a great marketing funnel, it should have all of those three key elements and it's nothing but a step-by-step process that you've just refined, tweaked, and it works. And and for me, you often talk, you know, uh, you know, I guess like for sales is such a complex, uh, and there's so many different elements in there and we've talked about say problem aware marketing versus solution aware marketing do you want to explain a bit about what they both mean yeah sure um see what most people think is um when they're when they're what most people are doing right now when it comes to marketing is they're marketing to people that in theory already know that they need them right if you think about your website what is your website? Your website's like a brochure. It's like, hey, this is who we are. It's what we do, you know, all of that type of stuff. And the only person that's going to go ahead and look at that and read all of that and be like, yep, that's, that's the thing that I'm looking for is a person that's already looking for it, right? That person is what we call solution aware, right? They know that what they're looking for. And a person that's solution aware is going to resonate with a website. But guess what? Like they're also going to be competing you against all your competition. They're going to be comparing, you know, both of you. And that's what most people are after in their marketing. Like I'm looking for people that, you know, want uh, consulting or I'm looking for people that want coaching or, you know, that want to buy my uh, T-shirts, right? They're looking for solution aware people. But there's people, there's a whole other uh, group of people over here that most businesses are leaving completely untapped. And it's people that are problem aware. Now, everyone's got, everyone's got problems. You kind of can't live life you know, without problems, no matter where you are, you know, at, at your stage of life, you could be a multi, multi-millionaire, but you still got problems. You know, it's kind of like, it's a, it's a human fact, right? It's, it's just a fact of nature. Those, that, that group of people, the biggest pie is the problem aware people, problems and desires it kind of all falls into there. And if you can somehow create your marketing process, your funnel or, or your marketing to go ahead and uh, target those problem aware people and then introduce them to the solution and convince them that your solution is the best by none, making it so they don't have to look around. They just know straight away. That's the makings of a really, really powerful, really great marketing campaign. And what would you say, like, I guess, um, uh, things change quickly um, in 2020, what would you say are key things that are working right now um, in the digital space or sales and marketing in general? Yeah, um, well, it's, it's a big question. It's a bit, it's, it's pretty broad. But the thing is, when it comes to like what, what's going to be really important right now is is more personalization. You've got to combine whatever marketing efforts you're doing with as much personalization as possible. There's a lot of people that are advertising right now. There's a lot of different businesses that you're competing with. Facebook's really competitive. You know, YouTube's really competitive. Google's really competitive. Everywhere's competitive. So how do you stand out? 
Well, there's only uh, if if you're, let's say, let's assume everything is the same, your prices, your product, all of that's the same. The only way that you can possibly stand out uh, more is by being more personal, more engaged with the customer, right? So. Um, if at any point you have the opportunity to do a phone call and they might not be uh, expecting, do that. If, if there's a way for you to send them something personal in the mail, you know, do that. The more personal you can be, the better your campaigns are going to work. And all the other stuff, like the advertising, the funnels, all that stuff is working right now and it has worked last year and the year before and it will continue to work. It's just about being better than the competition at the end of the day. Cool. And, and what would you say are the key elements? You, you've built multi-million dollar funnels for world-class coaches. What would you say are the key elements or the keys to success in a multi-million dollar funnel or campaign? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you need a great offer. And not, maybe not even just one offer, you need, you need a couple of really great offers. Right. We talked about the competition. Like there's, there's a lot of competition out there. And coaching is a very interesting space because there's so many coaches coming out, right? There's health coaches, there's business coaches, there's meditation coaches, there's um, many different types of, of specialists or experts in their field coming out and they're kind of doing marketing and competing for people, right? So how do you stand out? Well, you need to have a really valuable offer. Okay. You need to be able to, um, the customer needs to be able to see that offer and be like, yep, that's exactly, you know, what I'm looking for. That the value is so clear for what I have to give you. They might have to give you the name and email. And so you put a really great offer together, uh, just for the name and email and they'll go ahead and grab that. If it's a great offer, if you're selling something, it's going to be better and more valuable than everything else. So that's step one, have a really, really great offer. That's kind of like a no brainer. It needs to be easily understood. Right. It needs to be clear that there's that there's value in that offer. And finally, it needs to be presented well. Right. And, and that's kind of like the, the element that a lot of people don't talk about. A lot of people think this is all marketing is just presenting things, but it's not. You have to have the great offer and you need to present it well. How do you present it? We talk about it. You have a great ad with a video. If it's a book, you're scrolling through the book. You know, you're, you're expressing what it is. You're explaining how they can use it and get an instant type of result, right? Because that's what they care about. They care about the result. So that's all the explanation, you know, around the offer. And so from there, you need multiple layers, right? You need a, a great free level offer. You need a great offer to get people started. That's what you need. So in the case of a coach, it might be, let's say I'm a health coach, right? I've put together an amazing book. It's a complete program for 2020 with everything you need to go ahead and lose 20 kilos this year without sacrificing all the things that you love to eat and without having to kill yourself in the gym. Okay. Because it's built on science and it's built on the intermittent fasting method, right? There's a unique method to it. That's this book. Let me scroll through it, Craig. What do you think you're interested? All you got to do is give me your name and email. Normally we're charging $97 for this. We're giving it away to you for free. Do you want it? You say yes. You download the book, name and email. Next step, it's like, great, Craig, I can see that you downloaded that book. It looks like you're going to take your fitness goals very seriously in 2020. And I'll tell you what, what I'm doing right now is like you've got the book, and but what you need to do is you need to tailor it. You need to ma map it around your unique life. And what I can do over 30 minutes with you is tailor this book, tailor this plan and this program around your life in the next 30 minutes, and you have a complete plan plus I'll give you a sweet app that you can use to track everything com completely for free. Uh, now, normally these calls, because they're my time, they're valued at $500. Today, once again, it's completely free. Or instead of free, it's 50 bucks or you know what, whatever the amazing discount is. Two great offers, two-step process. As an example, but it's what you need to do.
Cool. And look, I'm, I'm firing questions at you here, Zane, because, you know, one thing I want to get out of these podcasts is some really high-class education. And, you know, I've had incredible sales trainers on here. I've had the number one LinkedIn guru on here. And, you know, I, I'm biased because I work with you closely and I've seen what you've done with other people. Um, and you're advice and guidance in this area is quite you know it's it's next level so you know i am just churning question after question after question (laughs) um so let's let's uh I guess, put some context around the scenario. You just gave a little bit of an example there. If you were, um, you know, you're, you've got someone that's come to you and, you know, they're, they're a health coach or a fitness coach or something like that, what are you doing first with them? Um, then what are you building and, what, you know, your results? So what, what would you say your process to building a funnel is and what should that look like? Sure. We talked about the offers, right? We talked about that those two stages of, of offers. Now, depends on like what, what you want to do is you want to start backwards. It's a bit out, like, counterintuitive, but this is this is definitely the right way to do things. I've built hundreds of these things. Normally, when we start work with a business or a business owner, we say, "Well, what do you sell?" You know, and they might say, "Well, I've got this coaching program. It's uh, it's five hundred dollars a month, and it goes for you know twelve months." Uh, and you're just like, okay, great. You know, that's a that's a reasonably high ticket offer, monthly sort of uh, setup. That's what we're beginning with. Why? Well, because that already exists. They already know what that is. They know, you know, what they're trying to sell. They they have an idea of of you know how many clients they want to get, how many sales they want to get of that product. Like, all right, great, that exists. Is there any way that we can improve that? Should we be charging more? You know, and that's one thing that a lot of people are scared to do. It's just like you can add more value to something so easily and charge more for it and change the entire look of of your marketing and your business. But maybe should we be charging more? Is there anything that we can add to this to make it better? Let's have a look at this one product and and compare it in the market. Once we know that it's unique, it's great value, and we know that we can sell it, there's actually a market for it, that's great. That exists as the final point of our funnel. Okay. So then we ask ourselves, well, how are we going to sell it? What are we going to do? Are we going to sell it purely online? Are we going to sell it through a phone call? Uh, and typically, if, if you're selling something in the $1,000, $2,000, $10,000, $20,000 range, or it's what we call high ticket, uh, you want to do it on a phone call. Well, why? Because, you know, you get the personal interaction with the customer. You allow them to ask questions. You know, they might be a little bit skittish or a little bit, you know, wary of, of uh, spending so much money on something. So they need somebody to talk to. They need that personal touch. And so typically you have the phone call. And the phone call is a staple, right? Like we've been calling and doing sales calls for, for decades right now, but there's ways to do them better than, uh, and, and properly, right? There's, there's ways to do proper sales strategy calls. So typically we have uh, a sales strategy call uh, embedded to sell something like a high ticket offer. If you don't have a high ticket offer, maybe you should consider getting one. A lot of business owners are like, oh, I sell a $100, $2, $200 uh, type of, of course. Um, and that's fine, but the big uh, growth in the big business is in the high ticket offers, right? So typically then we've got the phone call uh, for most business owners because it's easy to set up. We just have to uh, show them how they can go ahead and close. And then once we've got those two steps, we've got an end product, we've got a phone call, which by the way, we consider it to be a product. 
uh, a phone call is a product, right? Because it's something the customer needs to do. They need to trade their time and maybe even their money if you're charging for the phone call, but usually their time to go ahead and get an outcome. They get personal time with somebody. It's a product in, in every way that you look at it. So we've got the, the actual couple thousand dollar product or $500 per month product. We've got the phone call step or product. And then we just need something to start collecting leads, something to get people into the funnel, you know, into the thing. So then we may have something for free. We may have like a, a free book, a free training, a free guide. And once you have that built out, working backwards, the idea is every stage should help you sell the last thing, right? Because you've started with the last thing. You started with the $500 product. It's like, okay, what do we need to do in terms of phone call to sell that? Great. And then in terms of getting people to look at this phone call or getting them just in to the funnel so they can start booking these phone calls, what do we need to create here? And so what we've created here sells the phone call, which sells the program, right? It's why you want to work backwards. Cool. And I guess um, uh, just thinking while we're talking there, in regards to like a lot of your strategy to get eyeballs is – um, often built around paid traffic. What's uh, a couple of things people should be doing um, if they were building their audience with free traffic? Mm. So the difference between paid and free, um, the paid traffic is is a really easy way to go ahead and get instant eyeballs, right? If you build a great funnel, the idea is you would spend a little bit of money, but you'd make sure that you get it back because you can track your numbers along this process, these steps. But because things are quite competitive and, and uh, you know, some business owners aren't willing to exclusively rely on just advertising, you know, they want to go in and create content, right? And the, the great thing is that the content can support the advertising, like I, I'd recommend people do both. If you have great content, then the people that watch your content, you can serve them with ads through retargeting. If you don't know what the retargeting is, definitely worth looking into. But then of course, the better your content, the more people that see that content, because more you'll get more clicks, the algorithm will support you, and then the better your ads will run. So that's, they're kind of like work in, in unison, right? What can we do to get free uh, traffic we can just create great content, right? And, and there's, a, there's many content marketing experts. I, I exist more on the uh, advertising side of things. But to make great content, I, I recently watched uh, a really great presentation by a fellow called Billy Jean. Uh, Billy Jean is marketing, uh, is, is his name. And he basically listed all uh, the most highest engagement types of content that happen on Facebook and Instagram. And number one on Facebook and Instagram, particularly Instagram, was butt cheeks. It's, it's pretty funny, right? But like apparently you can't, most people can't scroll through Instagram for 10 seconds without seeing some, you know, bikini clad model or, or something like that uh, a shot from behind or, or, you know, that type of thing. Why? Well, because it, it gets a lot of engagement, right? And then Instagram promotes it because it wants to keep people on the platform. So what he said is like, your content has to be better than butt cheeks. It's got to be better than butt cheeks, right? Like you've got to be able to get more engagement than butt cheeks. 
So in terms of what that looks like for your industry, only you will really know, but there's a couple of things that just really engage people, right? And, and those are when you support their heroes. So if you know that, you know, your audience loves uh, or hates President Trump, is there a way that you can apply that to what you do? Like, let's say you're a business coach. Trump's uh, failing to support businesses, right? And, and you're targeting business owners and they hate Trump. And you know that, right? So that's going to be more engaging than, than butt cheeks because you're either supporting their hero or you, you're, you're basically supporting their beliefs, right? So these things, things like that are interesting to, to business owners. And there's a bunch of other little tactics like make sure that, you know, your video, make sure that your, your videos are really engaging at the beginning and, and make sure your copy and uh, sounds great and that it seems like a unique offer. All those things make great content marketing. So if you've got that great content marketing and you've got great advertising, they should work hand in hand, like I mentioned. Um, but then, like, if you're just selling a high-ticket offer and you're a coach or a consultant, you've got a couple thousand-dollar program, there's no reason why you can't do outreach as well. Outreach is a completely free way to go ahead and get clients, right? You could go to LinkedIn and create an awesome LinkedIn outreach strategy where you just go ahead and you introduce yourself, you offer them something, an exact sort of way, exact funnel that you would do on Facebook ads, but you, you know, you kind of just do it personally. You do that outreach method. You can do cold emails. Cold emailing is, is amazing for business owners that are looking to be for B2B clients. So many different, you know, organic outreach methods as well. A good marketing process should first focus on one. Uh, let's say you just get really good at advertising. That's your game. And then once your advertising is on point, you've got your ads set up, you know that your ads are converting, uh, you know, to cold audiences. It's able to get you leads then go ahead and invest some time in content marketing. You know, that's a great idea. And then while you're doing that, do some outreach on the site because those two things will run. You know, you just got to create the content and post it. The advertising will run. It's, uh, you know, you have to manage it, obviously, but you can get an agency. But it, it's, it's not going to, you know, you can, in theory, once you've got the product and everything systemized, do all of these things and still have enough time. And you just touched on one thing that I... Um and you might have a little hack or a tool here that the audience can have a look at. What's your uh, tip, secret um, uh, tool for getting good copy? Like, is there like what do you do? You go and uh, search, use a search engines to see what's hot, um, and what's the key to writing a good headline? So copy is, is what I would consider to be one of, if not the single most powerful, most useful wealth generating scalable business skill set that you can ever really have because it's just about getting across a message through the written word. Um, that's, that's really what copy is. And so there's many ways to do that. Um, different people have different ideas of what great copy is, but there seems to be certain commonalities uh, between everybody that, that we agree on. Um, one is that the language needs to be easily understood. Great copy isn't technical. It's not long sentences. It's not you know, trying to sound really smart. Uh, none of these things make for great reading. And what most businesses fail to do is is position their writing, the, the, the copy on their website, the copy on their, on their pages to their customer. They talk about themselves all the time. Like we are the most industrious law firm and it kind of like it, it goes on in a long-winded way. 
Um, and so it's about being simple, right, and, and easily understood. There's a great app for that. Uh, it's called the Hemingway app, right, the Hemingway app. And what it does is you can put your text right now. You can go and grab your website text, your landing page text. You can put it in that app, and it will tell you at what reading level or what reading level is required for someone to easily understand the writing on your pages or on your website. Okay. So this is, this is pretty crazy. There was a study done uh, quite a long time ago. I forget the exact details of it, but the copy or the writing on your websites and in your marketing that converts the best is at a fourth grade reading level. So a person who's in fourth grade should be able to understand your writing extremely quickly and easily. That's simple, like very simple copy, right? Because it doesn't need to be complex to get across a message. You should be able to skim read it, like just read through it quickly while half awake, you know, uh, in the morning and, uh, and you should be able to feel the impact of the words, right? So a Hemingway app, you're able to put your, your text in there and it'll tell you what, what uh, grade reading level your copy is. And it'll give you suggestions on how you can go ahead and reduce that. It's just about making the sentences simpler, shorter. It's about using simpler words. It's going to highlight all of that for you. That's really great. And if, um, if you want to learn how to write copy, uh, you want to do it yourself, great program uh, I would recommend is a program called Copy Hour. Copy Hour is... Um, I believe there's a free portion to it, but it's also paid. It will it will give you a, a challenge, I think, every single week that you can go ahead and complete. Um, and, yeah, you just gradually get better and better at, at writing great copy. And if you've been tuning into this episode, some of the nuggets here that of gold that Zane has shared have been quite profound and rewinding about three minutes ago he said copywriting is super critical for your success in business so you want to develop that skill um, even if you're just writing on Facebook or sending emails out to your list improving your copywriting skills is going to improve your business and sales so thanks for that Zane what um, are the common mistakes that you would say you see the most with people you know that really are trying to do it themselves? The copy or just the marketing? Of business? Marketing in general. Yeah. Um, they spread themselves too thin. Like they, they, they believe that they need to be on every social media platform. They need to be constantly posting. They need to be creating blog posts um, and, and, you know, doing many different things at the same time. And these things are great. You know, they're, they're, they're great if you've got the advertising side of things handled, right? Because then the more content that you create, the better your ads perform. That's when doing that is great. But most people start with that because they're looking for a cheap and easy way to market their business, to grow their business. Um, and the fact is, look, spending money makes money if you know how to do it. You know how to do it right. If you're great at, at if you understand how to run advertising, you've got a great business together, you've got a great offer, you should have a situation where you're able to put money in and get money back out, right? But most people are spreading themselves too thin. They're just creating all this sort of stuff because they've, that's what they think that they need to do. And no one's been there to tell them. It's like, if you're, if you're not going to run ads and you're just going to, you know, use traditional free marketing methods to grow your business, you need to get really good at one thing, like really, really good. There's, there's, 
some great businesses out there that have just built their business off blog posts, like literally blog posts. And they make sure that their posts on a topic are SEO optimized. They make sure that their posts on a topic are longer and more comprehensive than all the other ones. They make sure that they actually answer the question the person might be searching for when they hit that blog post. That's what it takes to grow your business organically, right? You need to kind of focus on, on one thing if you're going to do it yourself uh, and you're going to create content and you're going to play a long game. Just focus on one thing. Get really good at writing great blog posts. Get really good at doing LinkedIn, you know, LinkedIn outreach. Um, get really great at, at, you know, running webinars or whatever it is that, that you want to do. Whatever your skill set is, find your superpower, find your skill set. Are you great on video? Are you great with writing? and just nail and double down in on that one skill set, get some business, get some traction through that, then look to get other people to handle the other stuff for you. You know, get, get an agency to run your ads for you. Get, um, you know, an expert to, to do your SEO for you, right? That, that sort of stuff is, is how you should be thinking when it comes to marketing. And um, in regards to, uh, I guess, uh, with marketing and, and branding, some people, like, I think, fail often because they try and be everything to everyone. Um, what, what do you think um, or how important is it to identify your avatar or your real true target market? So important, you know, in, incredibly important. And, and along with that, it's important to not be afraid of being confrontational, you know, not being afraid to kind of like uh, say no, you know, to, to people that aren't your avatar or that aren't your market. And all of this just comes and, and applies itself even to something like your brand, right? A great example, Apple versus PC, right? You've got those, those iconic uh, ads where you'd have uh, a PC come in and he's all dressed up in a, in a suit and he's like, oh, I'm a PC, you know, I, I do Excel spreadsheets. And Apple comes in as this young guy, you know, maybe like a flannel shirt with a, with a, a notebook and he's just like, I'm a Mac, you know, I'm, I like being creative. And they've kind of like had that polarizing image. They're not after the, the Excel, you know, business owner person. They're after the young creative and they're not afraid to, to own that. Right? So they know who their avatar is. By saying no to some people, chances are the people that you really want are going to be like, hell yes, this is for me. You know, and they're going to want to do business with you. But if you're everything to everyone, you make an impact on no one. Hmm. And I was doing a coaching call the other day with one of my health and professional coaches and he wanted some advice on building his business. I said, look, who are you really trying to target here? Is it, you know, 30 to 50 year old females? Is it, you know, a Gen Y crowd? Is it, um, you know, people that have never been to a gym before? Like really, really identify exactly. And if you can niche it down, if you're doing advertising and campaigns, you can actually niche it down and target people on Facebook as well. Um, Do you want to just add a little bit more into into that? Facebook's targeting is completely out of this world. It's amazing. I mean, you can, it's the only platform that you can target, um, you know, mothers that go to yoga on Saturdays, but that also own a poodle and have, um, you know, three kids. You can actually probably get to that level of of granular targeting um, on Facebook. Not probably, definitely. And part of the reason why is there's great inbuilt targeting that you can choose from. But what most people don't understand is that Facebook 
as a platform, they've got one goal is that they want to connect the right ad with the right person. You know, why? Well, because then their ads remain relevant. People don't get annoyed by seeing ads. They stay on Facebook longer. They come back more. So it's in Facebook's best interest to do that, to show the right ad to the right person. So even if you don't have like the exact right audience, you have a general audience of what you want to, to focus on. You know who your avatar is and you know that they exist within this subset of an audience. Facebook will then go ahead and continue to refine and automate and optimize your, your advertising campaigns to go ahead and find that right avatar, right? So it's kind of like shooting an arrow, except the target's quite big. And eventually the arrow starts shooting itself. That, that's the level of, of advertising algorithm and power and targeting that we're available to access today. Cool. And, and I guess before we wrap up, I just want to like back over you know, this episode because it has been highly educational and sales and marketing and building funnels and creating strategy and the art of persuasion and writing copy, that is a high level skill and you know I'd highly encourage you if you're out there with a business of some sort if you're going to dive into this area make sure that you do you know you do deal with the experts no different to going to get your accounting done by your accountant or your legal stuff done by your lawyer your sales strategy is a serious part of the engine of your total business Um, so it's really important to, to go and liaison and find the right person with the right fit for your business. So I want to thank Zane for sharing a lot of these amazing, I guess, eye-opening parts of conversation that we've had today. Awesome. Thank you for having me. And um, always... What we do at the end is do a bit of rapid-fire questions. You're an entrepreneur. All entrepreneurs have a favorite podcast, a favorite book, a favorite quote. What would you say? Is there anything that you've you know really aligned with in podcasting, in or just anything that just drives you to be better? Yeah. Um, look, if you're interested in in persuasion. All right, and you're interested in what persuasion is, is, is really uh, goal-oriented orient, um, communication, outcome, and, and, and that outcome-driven uh, communication, that sort of thing. So some really great books uh, that I love for that is, number one, 48 Laws of Power. Incredible book. You can go through law by law, and it will show you like little power dynamics that, that are just so enlightening that are, that are going to help you in every interaction that you ever do on a day-to-day basis. And it's not a directly a marketing book, but it kind of helps you think in, in those type of terms. If you want a great marketing book, Breakthrough Advertising is a, is a great book. It's a limited edition. It's like one of the best, greatest marketing books of all time. So you may pay a premium just to get yourself a hard copy, but I'm sure you can find a PDF uh, version somewhere um, to download or buy. Uh, and then what else in terms of sales and negotiation? Uh, one book I'm currently reading right now is never split the difference. Uh, amazing book just in terms of negotiation. It's uh, by an ex FBI, uh, negotiator, hostage negotiator, uh, incredibly interesting. So I'm always reading uh, little things like that, but there's one for just straight up persuasion. Uh, there's one for marketing and there's one for sales negotiation. 
Cool. And what would you say in your journey to date, um, you know, whether it's been from parents, whether it's been working at the entourage, whether it's that time in Thailand, is there any bit of advice that's really stuck out for you as a bit of a game changer? Yeah. Um, Look, as a business owner, I, I don't know where I actually got this from. Uh, I don't know whether it was from a mentor or it was from just a, you know, a bit in the book, but there's certain little things that kind of just stick into your mind and they stay there. Right. Um, one of the things for me, especially early on, if you're early, early on in business, but even if you're, you know, quite deep into business, if you want to be able to, you know, get the best results with people, whether it's your marketing or your sales, or you're just looking to, you know, get a client or negotiate or anything like that, what you need to remember and what I always remember myself is that people are just people. We're kind of, we all have the same building blocks, right? Um, and because people are just people, there's no reason to be intimidated or scared or, or, or anything like that. What you need to do is you need to understand people. And if you understand people, you understand what they want. And if you understand what they want, you're going to be able to provide them with what they want and explain it in a way in which they want it and obviously get clients, get customers, make connections, make friends, you know, and it'll just help you with your life. For some reason, that one little term right there, that one saying people are just people um, has had that profound impact for me. Yeah, that's that's amazing bit of advice and simple. And a lot of success for entrepreneurs, I always say to people, you're enhancing life skills. So whatever you do in life, um, the art of communication, the art of building rapport with people, the art of selling, that will help you no matter what. So you should be always trying to hone in and practice, you know, with your children, you're selling to your children. Can you go to bed? Do you, you know, can you eat your dinner? Can you come to school? You know, you're selling all the time. So these art of persuasions and, you know, 48 universal laws of sales or what uh, Zane just shared with you then these are things that will improve you with life skills and if you can improve life skills you're more in you know you're more likely if you're in employment go and get a better job because when you go and get a better job you're sitting there in front of your boss or in front of a new potential employer and you'll be better at getting that job so some of these things can often sound simple but they're so powerful and and yeah people are just people and that's a really powerful takeaway as well so zane where do we find out a bit more about you and connect with you and you know uh, websites etc um sure i think one of the best and easiest ways is probably linkedin uh you can find me i think it's just forward forward slash zane basic uh, z-a-n-e-b-a-c-i-c um I've got a lot of, of LinkedIn, LinkedIn connections and, uh, you know, if you send me a message there, it might take a little bit of time, but I'll definitely respond. Uh, or you can just check out our website at maverickagency.com.au and that's all about the marketing that we do and, and who we work with. Cool. And uh, look, I have to say again, as I said, the One Shot Movement podcast is about education, inspiration, diving deep into successful entrepreneurs' story to help you uh, see vision and see what's possible and understand that there is a journey and a process. And Zane certainly shared a journey about quitting his job and going to Thailand. But today's episode was a powerful 
power-packed episode with education around marketing, sales, persuasion, digital marketing. It's been quite a powerful session. So hopefully in today's podcast, you've got lots of value out of it. And once again, from everyone here at the One Shop Movement, thank you, Zane. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Wow, what a powerful episode with Zane today. As you can see, this episode was all about education. So we talked about marketing, sales, strategy, digital marketing, funnels, creating campaigns. It was a power-packed episode. As always, the One Shop Movement podcast is about inspiration, education, helping you thrive in life to live with passion and purpose, helping you search for, charge forward to live life to the fullest. You get one shot at life, go out there and give it your best shot. My name's Craig Schultz. I'm the host of the One Shop Movement podcast. Till next time, we will see you soon.